It is true that information is knowledge, and knowledge is power. But with all the information you've got, how much of it has helped you understand your uniqueness, capabilities, and potentials? This podcast will simplify all that information, help you understand your uniqueness, and show you the path to your genius expression. Welcome. So why this concept of scarcity mindset? So I'll give a quick preamble into this discourse. Um, one of the reasons why I began to uh, more intentionally um, delve into this concept of scarcity mindset was I was shocked at the, at, at the magnitude at which this certain mindset, which is called scarcity mindset, had plagued a number of things in the human race. So, for example, there are all sorts of mindsets people refer to. The people talk about the entitlement mindset, you know, where people are just in you know, getting things and, and they just feel people are people are responsible for some sort of their security or their there should be some form of provision externally coming to them and they feel it's their commanded to something or it's 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 something they, they feel that they're entitled to the word entitled to entitlement mindset. So, but I came to discover that there's another kind of mindset which is critical for us to actually get to really understand how it works. It's very subtle how scarcity mindset. So, what really is scarcity mindset? Scarcity mindset is a way of viewing the world. It's a perception. I call it. It's a lens through which we see things. It's a kind of understanding we have where we see finite ideas we see we just see things as finite basically we see everything as it could get exhausted we, we see things as limited it's a viewpoint in life where we see things as as limited as finite so there's a possibility of exhaustion there's a there's a possibility of um, depletion there's a possibility of lack there's a possibility where it no longer exists it could you could someday come and it's no longer there so it brings all so many effects, you know, when you begin to think about, oh, this thing is not enough. You talk about ideas. It's a popular thing you hear people talk about how um, ideas are kind of like, people say, hey, look, your ideas, you got to protect it because you never know who just picks the idea and then you're doomed or something. And that concept, while it is good in order to preserve what you have and protect what you have and ultimately pitch your best self to the world, um, it has a side effect where we begin to think of ideas. I remember I put out a Facebook post one of those days talking about ideas and how that ideas are infinite. They are not really finite. So the, the, the idea of saying, you know, your idea can be taken by someone else is true. It's possible. It can happen. You should not let that happen. But if it happens, what next? <laughs> the world continues moving. I mean, you just go get another powerful idea. I mean, and if it gets stolen again, you keep going after much more better ideas. And what's that thing they say about how we keep working on ourselves that even when we begin to see things we've done two, three, four, five months, years back, and we're like, really, I did that. That's like, that's like substandard. I mean, this is better and all that. So I just brought that example, that analogy to actually say that's one concept we view things. We talk about ideas, but let's begin to delve deeper into other concepts. So um, finances is something really worth talking about. So when you talk about finances and how we view it, we see it as something that can get exhausted. So from how we treat money, how we treat our finances, how we treat, I mean, our salary, 
you know, um, there's often this, this, this consciousness that you can get exhausted. And of course it is, it's going to get exhausted because you have paid a particular, you have paid a finite amount of money, not an infinite amount of money. Of course, you paid a finance sum, okay, for this job function or this your role, this is what you're entitled to. And of course, if you spend it, it can get to a point where you have zero in your account. So there's that possibility of exhaustion. Now, the idea of scarcity is not a problem, but it's the idea of scarcity mindset. Now we must understand the, to the difference. Scarcity is just simply the, um, the understanding that, yeah, things can get exhausted and things can get depleted. There's that possibility of lack. Something could actually finish. Yes, it happens for everything. It happens for you know, almost everything resource that, you know, we have as human beings on planet Earth, almost everything get exhausted. But then the mindset is actually the bone of contention here. And so you have people that began to develop a framework around that concept of sky. Whereas it's just supposed to be a, a concept, it's just supposed to be something in economics or something in um, social welfare or something. That we just say, oh, there's a possibility of exhaustion. I really don't want exhaustion. And that should be it. That should be like the end of that conversation. But no, we begin to think scarcity. And then that scarcity develops into a mindset where we have that possibility of seeing everything as it could get exhausted. So when we see ideas, it could get exhausted. When we see opportunities, oh wow, it could get exhausted. It could get taken by someone else. And there's that possibility where we come to a point where there's no longer opportunities. You know, you talk about things like um, finance. We talked about money. There's that possibility where you come to a point and really there's no money. You keep searching food. There's really that possibility of coming to a point where, look, there'll be no food, maybe in the house or in the country or in the home, and then, you know, everyone has to starve or something about water. There's that concept where we begin to say, oh, wow. So we, we then we began to form, put all, put all sorts of frameworks around it. We, began, we begin to um, try to compete. You know, these are the effects of having the scarcity mindset. We begin to... Uh, put up all forms of structures that we think in our head is, is sufficient to preserve us from scarcity. And then that leads to even multiple myriads of other things or that multiple effect, cause and effect is called. Now, the effect, it, it has a very negative effect on the human race. And this is it. It doesn't allow the full expression of the ingenuity in humans or in man. So I'll pick a very common example. Talk about ideas. The main, the main thought about the fact that your idea can get exhausted or no, maybe not exhausted, since it depends on how you look at it, if it's a resource, maybe it can get exhausted. But if you look at your ideas as something that could be taken away from you or something that comes once in a lifetime and then once it comes in, you have the ability to protect it. Once someone takes it away from you, one or two, three ideas like you're doomed, like I said. When you have that concept in your head, what it begins to help you to do is that you begin to protect one. Chemistry language is killed. You begin to mask it. You, you tend to want to preserve and protect that one. It's your baby. You just want to live with it all through your lifetime. You want to preserve. You want to keep it. And maybe one or two others, you come to um, that zone of creativity. And maybe you have two, three wonderful ideas, great ideas. And then it's like, this is it. What it does is that, number one, it may not... Um, give you that opportunity or that room to explore more. So when you feel it's one or two or three and it will get exhausted, 
I mean, if you even have one or two powerful ideas, what's the use of going after other ideas, right? You just stay in that zone and say, you know, just own it. Just own the one or two ideas. But there's a possibility where if that idea is being taken or if that idea is being commandeered by someone else, then you are left to then do what? You are left to still, you have to leave. Life has to move on. So you're left to maybe go after other ideas, you know, try to study more, try to move around, try to come up with better ideas, better concepts. That's what it does. It drives the human race forward. I basically believe that the idea of scarcity mindset limits the human genius. It allows us to stay in a zone of comfort. We tend to protect everything. We tend to preserve. And that's the idea behind it. That's not really the idea. Maslow was just explaining the concept of what we do as humans. So what we do is we always try to find comfort. We always try to find security. That may not have been things like insurance, things like um, many other ways we used to hedge our funds. We know we used to um, go into very low risk venture. We tend to protect our wealth, preserve ourselves, all as all our forms of security. Um, either we're securing our money, we're securing our lives, we're securing our property, we're securing whatever. Um, our children, it's all around security. Scarcity mindset was not really what led to the formation of those things. It's just for our comfort, just for us to feel better, feel safe. And that's really the idea behind a lot of things we do. We want to be comfortable. We don't always want to be at the point where we can't really predict anything. And it's more of like we're just living without any hope of the future. So some form of intelligence that helps us to be able to plan ahead is, is welcome. It, it's good. It's a good technology. I mean, it's good, yeah. So, but then when you, when that begins to drive the force, when preservation, security begin to drive what we do, not just about our our ability to explore, not the ability to just move out there, you know, to to to, to to the, the adventure kind of life, just move out there. You really don't know what's out there, but you hope and believe that there's good out there. You just go and just launch it. When that is not ultimately what drives you, but what drives you is about just security. How do I ensure I'm safe? How do I ensure that this doesn't get exhausted and all that? How do I ensure my house stays, my car stays, you know, my everything stays, including my life stays? How can I ensure? That zone, working from that zone, seriously impedes the ability critical capability of the human spirit, of the human race to actually explore. And one of the things we don't want to do is to limit ourselves. In this age and time, we are exploring to the post-pandemic era. It's now we're seeing the, the idea behind the knowledge economy, the intelligence of man, the ability of man to be the essential resource, not necessarily crude oil or not necessarily um, um, solid minerals or not necessarily um, agriculture. Ultimately, the human intelligence, that spirit that drives the human ingenuity, that pushes man, has led us to space, has led us to all sorts of things, has led us into, and now the, the, the Forbes list, a number of people that chat, that, that chat, um, and that, that make that list and top the list and will continue to top the list, most probably are going to be people who deploy the human intelligence ultimately in all dimensions and to its peak without any regard for any form of you know, security or reservation or, you know, some sort of um, 
okay, what happens if I get there and it's not secure? If I get to Mars and I discover I can return back, what do I do? I know that. <laughs> Go to Mars first. I mean, <laughs> that's essential. So in this podcast, this is just an intro into what we're going to be discussing. There's going to be much more going to delve into specific areas. This is just kind of like an intro. We're just going around general stuff. So I really want you to look deep down and try to analyze and begin to understand how this casting mindset has 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 it's subtle so somehow it has it has crept in unnoticed unaware in a lot of things we do and then begin to analyze it from academics to our career how we do our things as career professionals we think jobs are unavailable we just think how can i get this one job how can i there are only three opportunities for me in this my career path if i take down if i take this career path i mean it's just i hear there are only two or three if if he gets exhausted, what do I do? How do I make a living? How do I earn? How do I do this? That we are always bothered. Those are important things. Those are important metrics. But remember, if the driving force is security, the driving force is the scarcity mindset. It's about fear, essentially. That's the word. Then ultimately, we have something big to deal with and something that endangers human species. I hope not, and I hope um, this conversation is going to drive us as millennials, as the Gen Z, and much older um, category of people listening to this podcast to be able to understand essentially how this casting mindset has infiltrated a lot of things we do and how we can chart a better course, better understand ourselves, how to better position ourselves, and ultimately how to get to that ultimate genius of ourselves. So guys, this is it for this week, and hope to get back to you some of the time. Take care. If this episode hit all the right spots, do well to subscribe so you can get notified of future episodes. Cheers to your clarity.